Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. Welcome to this wonderful Monday morning here as we are in week 38 of the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Uh, in our second season, I guess you could call it, as we're journeying through the New Testament here this year in 2023, one chapter at a time. So today we're in John chapter 5. Uh, great time to share this podcast with someone and say, hey, join me and the rest of my faith family here as we're walking through uh, the New Testament. Um, in 2023, we're in John chapter 5 are in our show notes below and all of our podcasting platforms. You can find uh, the reading plan down there so you can read God's Word before hopping into the Jesus Everyday podcast. So Beth, um, thanks for last week. We're looking forward to this week as well as you're here on the podcast. A uh, question for you today is, uh, what have you tried recently for the first time and did you like it or not? Well, I've tried painting like a picture. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's kind of a love-hate thing almost. Um my uh, youngest sister is a really good artist, and my oldest granddaughter is really, a, you know, showing a lot of, you know, talent in that area. So uh, Martha, my sister, and Opal, my granddaughter, were going to get together, and she was going to work with her a little bit on painting. And um, Opal asked me, she said, Grandma, would you please come and paint with us? And I said, I, I'm not an artist. I, I, I just can't draw or anything. She said, but I want you to do this with me. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we spent um, several weeks, you know, doing that together weekly. And it was really a great time with them, and I'm thankful for it and, um, and did enjoy it to a point, but then – the perfectionist in me is like I get would get really frustrated with it too. So I don't know. I think it might be something I could enjoy if I just let go and relax about it. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of worried about like the final yes. outcome, just yes. enjoying the expressiveness of yes. so, Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's, I, I don't even have the ability to try to be a perfectionist in that <laughs> that realm. So that's like I'm frustrated. I try to draw a human, but it looks like not human. So <laughs> Well, awesome, as we're here in John chapter 5, and you open up the scriptures for us here today, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminated to you and that you highlighted and wrote down? I'm going to read first verse 18. says, For this reason the Jews tried all the harder to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. And then verse 39 and 40 Uh, You diligently study the scriptures because you think that by them you possess eternal life. These are the scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me and have life. Two, two cool texts here. Uh, what do you think uh, John's getting as he writes these stories of Jesus' life? Could you explain the text for us? Part with Jesus, he had just healed the man at the pool who had been an invalid for 38 years, and he healed him on the Sabbath which was punishable by death. Mm -hmm. And then the man took up his mat um, and the other story took. um, So to carry burdens was forbidden and was also punishable by death, I think. And then also he claimed being equal to God, which they considered blasphemy. And that was also also (laughs) punishable by death. So he was doing all the the stuff that made them uh, question everything he was doing. 
Um, he spoke very plainly to the Jews about who he was, and they couldn't see the truth. Mm. And um, I think this is where that next verse fits in. They diligently studied the scriptures. Mm. But he said, yet yeah, you refused to come to me. And uh, it was all there for them to see, but they couldn't see it. Mm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people can read or know but still not see? I don't know. I think, you know, sometimes it has to be the Spirit draws you, mm-hmm. you know. But also, I think the preconceived ideas that they had. I mean, they thought they were right. That's what they'd been taught for hundreds of years. They had been passed down through the generations. Um, mm-hmm. They had scriptures, too. They just didn't see the ones that pointed to Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. They couldn't see it, that he was the one yet. And I think some of them probably did eventually, but not all. Why do you think there's some people today that even the book of Psalms tells us that the heavens declare the glory of the Lord, that Paul would even write that we have no reason to not know Jesus if we just look around and see the creation. Why do you think some people can look and see and still deny that there's a creator, there's a God? That's the hard question (laughs) that we don't know. I mean, I think some people harden their hearts. Mm. You know, continuing sin, a disobedience, I think causes, you know, God to let people go their own way eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have free will mm-hmm. and he will draw us, but he will not continue to, you know, work but so long. I mean, mm-hmm. there, I mean, it's, he still loves us and he wants us to come, but if we refuse, he's not going to make us. Mm, that's good. Uh, as we move to the A part, the applying it, what are points of application for followers and believers of Jesus here in the text? I think, you know, just seeing how hard it was for the Jews to accept the changes that had come, you know, and I look at it now and it's like, um, you know, change is hard. (laughs) It's really hard. And um, I think we can get stuck in um, looking at changes, you know, pushing it away automatically like that's not good Mm -hmm. and... um, and, of course, we know that that's not always a bad thing. And, of course, the old ways are not always bad either. Mm-hmm. So uh, just the law, you know, it said Jesus came not to uh, to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that the law was bad. Yeah. So I think for me it's like looking at it today and applying it to today. There's so many changes socially coming um, and even within the church are things that change, you know, throughout generations as younger people come in and each have their mark they want to make, mm-hmm. you know, in the church and the ways that they do things, they change. And it's trying not to accept the changes is good, you know, and not always fight change, but to not to automatically just do away with something because it's always been done that way because sometimes the old ways are good ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a balance. Yeah, I was even uh, hearing today of a, a guy who lives in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and when he first moved there, uh, all the Amish population, he thought, like, the Amish were just the Amish, that it's all Amish. And he's like, after living here for years, I've realized that there's many sects of even the Amish and, like, how they'll divide themselves. <laughs> we was telling a story about how at one point in time they, there was a big division over whether buttons or zippers 
and apparel was to be allowed. And like from that came this massive division. And so then like the way that people dress is like, oh, you're part of the button wearers. Well, oh, you're part of the zipper wearers. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how far have we missed the mark of what truly is Jesus? What did Jesus, did he come to divide us over buttons and zippers? Ah, I don't think so. Um, that's good. What was, the, what was the Holy Spirit calling you in your, 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 your personal response? Well, this, this was kind of weird when I was, was studying this one. I had a dream mm. um, one night while I was in this section. I studied it, and, I, and it was a really odd dream. Um, and it was, I was in a public bathroom with some other women that mm. I knew, <clears throat> and we're standing there talking, and a man walked out of one of the stalls in the bathroom. And I was shocked, and I looked over, and I said, I looked at the other women, and I said, and, and the man, actually, I knew from Kairos ministry. It mm -hmm. was someone there that was this sweet, gentle guy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I looked at the other women, and I said, um, are we going to allow men in the women's restroom? And this one woman looked at me, and she just, with this defiant look and said, well, why not? And I woke up then. Hmm. And it's the middle of the night. I'm laying in the bed going, what was this about? <laughs> and it was such a vivid dream. Mm -hmm. And I started just thinking, saying, God, what are you trying to show me here? Mm -hmm. And um, and it went through my mind. I can think of plenty of reasons why not, mm -hmm. you know, of what I believe, you know, why not? Mm -hmm. um, but... I think God said, maybe my answer should have been to her, well, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Why should we? And not not bring up the argumentative thing of, mm -hmm. you know, well, I think this. And just say, well, why do you think that? And to be able to have a discussion and not jump at each other mm -hmm. out of something that we can discuss and maybe come up with what is the right way to handle this situation. So it was, I still think about it sometimes. It's mm -hmm. been months ago that that happened, but it was just made me think about these social issues maybe a little bit more of maybe the kindness and mm -hmm. just um, not the automatic knee-jerk mm -hmm. reaction mm -hmm. that can just, you know, that just causes arguments, and yeah. you don't want to do that. And um Maybe you get the opportunity then to point people, you know, to some truth. Absolutely. I love Preston Sprinkle. He says uh, to think deeper and love wider, specifically handling issues with this. And so thanks for sharing that with us here today, Beth, on the Jesus Everyday podcast. 